Hey, this is Daryl Lyons, co-founder and CEO of Pax Financial Group. We're here with a personal money segment. Uh, really, this content was developed, yes, through research, but more importantly, just having conversations kneecap to kneecap with thousands of people over the years, just helping them make better decisions with their money. And, and ultimately, we sincerely believe that if you can make rational decisions with money, not rooted in emotions, but rather logical, thoughtful, aligned with your values and your purpose, you can live a meaningful life. And so that's a, that's the purpose that we exist for. And so today we've got Jim Kreider and uh, happy to have him on board. So thanks for being here, Jim. Thanks, Daryl. Appreciate you having me. Jim's a certified financial planner. He'll be your guide today. Before we jump into the content, I've got to give you information, which is legal disclosure. And so let me do that now. This information contains general information only and is not intended to provide specific investment tax or legal advice. Visit paxfinancialgroup.com for more information investment advisory services offered through Pax Financial Group. Hey, so today's topic's cool. And, and if you have questions, just put in the chat. At the very top of the chat, you've got a link directly to Jim. And then you can always email Jim if you have questions afterwards, jim at paxfg.com. So here's the thing. Um, these, this is a countdown, and it's the top five reasons that you need to review your company's 401k plan now. So let's start with number five, fees. Yeah, so every 401k plan has its nuances and, and differences and, and all that good stuff. So there can be layers and all different types of fees and amounts and everything. So it's just really important to understand how much are you paying? Really, what are you paying for and what are you getting out of that? So places just to check real quick would be just general record keeping fees. So are you paying a cost to have your account? Are you inside of a managed account in your 401k? And what are you paying for there? And what's, what's the rate? And what are you actually getting out of that? Are there fees for taking distributions from your accounts? And then finally, uh, inside of the plan, depending on what you're invested in, you, you will be paying an expense ratio. So just the cost of the fund. So there's layers of fees that are going to be there. And you just want to know exactly what those are and what type of value you're actually getting from those fees that you're paying. It's a great point, Jim. And, and you know, we're in the 401k business at PAX. And over the last five to 10 years, we've seen what we call 401k fee compression, which is all the fees have really come down. And I think it's really a fair game today for the consumer. However, it's hard to get an idea of, man, what are all these fees? But there's actually a participant that plays a role in a 401k plan from a compliance perspective to administration to uh, investment design. And so there's all these role players. And uh, I don't think consumers need to be spooked. To your point, they should know what they are and, and then ask the questions. And sometimes sometimes there's plans that we've seen that have been neglected and they should be readdressed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thank you. Um, number two, the number, or I, I'm countdown, five, four, so four. <laughs> number four, what reason why you need to review your 401k plan now? You need to review the investments. So tell us more there. Yeah, first you just want to make sure that you're actually just invested appropriately inside of your account. And obviously, you know, depending on your, your age, your time horizon, your investment risk, um, your goals, all of those things will dictate what, what's going to be appropriate investments for you. So you want to make sure whatever you're investing inside of your plan is actually appropriate. And then also you want to make sure that it's um, what you're invested in. Should you, are there alternatives inside the plan or even outside the plan that would be more suitable for you? Um, and should you change? And then finally, is are you invested in company stock? I've seen a lot of plans um, that if you work for a company traded or a publicly traded company, a lot of times you'll have some company stock in there. So you want to make sure that 
your amount that you have in company stock has not crept up higher than it should be, and what are going to be the tax implications of, of if you take distributions from that as well. That's a great point. We've seen that over the years a lot. Uh, number three, um, you need to review your 401k plans to understand the distribution option. So what's a distribution option? Oh, gosh. So 401ks versus IRAs and uh, non-retirement accounts, they all have tax and penalty implications and just access rules and um, a lot of layers to pull back there. So first, you want to understand what are the pros and cons of taking a distribution from your 401k versus a personal account. Now, a pro could be there's, there's a rule called the age of 55 rule. And that's if, if, if you want to know more on that, you can shoot me an email. But basically, can, rule though, Jim, I'm glad you brought that up. And, and you're right. It's 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 one that you somebody needs to connect with you on. But it's but it's a really interesting tool. Yeah, it'd be highly favorable if you if you're early retirement or if you need to take distributions before reaching the age of 59 and a half. It's something you should explore. So the age of 55 rule, then you will look at just general IRS rules, but also your plan specific rules. What do they say about taking distributions? Um, some plans, if you, let's say you retired and you have $100,000 in your account, you only need to take $1,000 for repair. Well, some plans actually in their, uh, their plan documents will say, well, hey, if you take anything out, you have to take everything out. So you want to be aware of the distribution rules there. Um, some plans, if you have under a certain amount, they will go ahead and automatically distribute the funds to you. And that'll be a taxable and maybe even a penalizable event. So you want to make sure that doesn't happen. Or, hey, they may actually just roll it to another record keeper because they don't want to have to host it anymore. Um, so there's a lot of things to be aware of on top of IRS rules. If you take a distribution from a 401k plan, generally speaking, you have to have 20% uh, withheld for taxes for you. So you want to make sure you're really aware of all the implications of taking a distribution from your workplace account uh, in contrast to other, other account types. Very good points. Um, number two, you also need to review your contribution types. Yeah, so there's, there's multiple ways to contribute to retirement accounts. And I've spoken uh, to you previously about this, be it pre-tax or, or Roth or after tax. And you wanna make sure that you are being intentional about the types of dollars you're putting into your retirement accounts. Now, I, I talk to a lot of people who really favor Roth and whether or not it makes sense for their specific situation is something that needs to be you know, discussed. But let's say, um, or for instance, I, I have a lot of conversations with people who are phased out of being able to take a Roth distribution from or to a, a Roth IRA, making a Roth contribution rather to a Roth IRA. So they feel that, hey, I'm, I'm also phased out of making a Roth contribution to my 401k. That's simply not the case. Um, there are no phase out rules for Roth contributions to 401k plans. There are income earning rules for making contributions to your 401k. So you just want to understand what's available and am I doing this intentionally to be able to reach my goals? And be able to actually coordinate that with your workplace accounts and your personal accounts. That's a great point, because if you have too high of income and you can't do an individual Roth account, you may be able to do a Roth 401k, correct? Yes, sir, that's exactly right. And heck, maybe, maybe you want a Roth IRA, but your income's just a little bit too high, but if you increase your contributions on a pre-tax basis to your 401k plan, maybe that'll get you within the threshold where you can actually make a Roth IRA contribution. Yeah, that's fun strategy for us nerds, but we like the results for the clients. Sure. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff, thank you. And number one, and we're already going here, uh, you need to find out if that 401k fits with your overall plan. Yeah, you, you just said it. So all these points you just made, um, 
what do you invest in, what types of accounts, how is it invested, the distribution rules, the, the dollar types, the taxation. You want to make sure that you are not just looking at an individual account um, in a silo. You want to see how these accounts work in conjunction with each other to make sure you're actually taking full advantage um, of your overall wealth. Um, make sure that you and your family are optimizing what's available to you, not sending Uncle Sam more than what's necessary, and uh, making sure you actually have a plan that's consistent across the board. Oh, that's great. Th this is so good because um, there was recently some studies on millionaires that was done through the Ramsey Solutions and Hogan and all them, and uh, they they recognized that many of the millionaires out there did it through their 401k and IRAs. And so knowing these rules, being intentional could really have a, a huge impact on your net worth down the road. So this is a very important segment. If anybody has questions about their specific 401k, email Jim. It's real simple, Jim at PaxFG.com. Um, he's been an incredible amount of wealth at Pax. And so we're happy to have you. Thank you again, Jim, for being here. And for those that are tuning in, we'll do it again next week. Uh, until then, rest at a fast pace. Thank you.